Welcome to the Palmetto Report. I am your host for today's show, Shania Garrick, alongside my two co-hosts, Bailey White and Tessa Gilliard. And we will be discussing the new petition going around on campus. We have here today special guest, Nathan Crunkleton. Am I saying that right? Uh, who is the chapter president of Sigma Alpha Epsilon, also the creator of the student petition against the Board of Trustees over the recent selection of Winthrop's new interim president, uh, George Hind. So, Nathan, thank you for joining us. Thank you for so we have a me. couple questions for you. So the first is going to be, what role do you play in student council if you do play a role? And how does your role influence your decision on starting the petition? Yeah, so I actually don't have an active role on student council. I have served as a student council rep before in the past, uh, but that was uh, about a year ago. So I haven't been active on student council in quite a long time. Um, and so what inspired me really to do it was more so along the lines of um, just being an active student, somebody that cares about the Winthrop community as a whole, um, and kind of just taking that decision to speak out and stand up for what I believe in. All right. So uh, next question. Uh, when were you aware of the problem and did you hear this from the student body president or any other sources? Yeah. So um, the first time I really heard about the issue as a whole um, was after uh, Dr. Mahoney announced that he was leaving Winthrop University uh, and the Johnsonians started looking into it a little bit. Um, and so after that, I'm just reading up on that a little bit. I kind of learned that there was a little bit more behind the story uh, and started digging a little bit deeper. But most all my information came from social media and uh, just from media releases as a whole. Okay. So um, why did you want to start the petition and what were you hoping to accomplish? Yeah, so at the end of the day, um, I started the petition for the students, the faculty and the staff at Winthrop, um, the alumni at Winthrop as well, uh, that just felt compelled that what, what happened was wrong and that we deserve to have a voice when it comes to the Board of Trustees and how the Board of Trustees handled Dr. Mahoney's departure and Dr. Hines' hi uh, hiring. Uh, and so that was, that was mainly the core reason for starting it. And what, what I'm hoping to achieve with the petition is just opening up a conversation with the Board of Trustees on possibly getting a st the student representative a vote and the faculty, uh, the faculty representative a vote uh, and even having a staff representative on the board as well. Okay. Next question. Did you think that you were going to get as much attention as you received? Uh, so it definitely surprised me how much attention I got. Um, uh, I, I knew a lot of Winthrop students felt the same way I did, uh, but it was definitely surprising to see alumni, faculty and staff, parents, uh, and just anybody on social media that really uh, agreed with what I was trying to fight for. Uh, so it's definitely been a lot of overwhelming support. Okay. So, um, I, I want to ask this question. It's not one of our questions, but, uh, like how many signatures are you at and how many do... Uh, you require in order to, I guess, accomplish your goal? Right. So there, there's not really a set number for how many signatures I need. Uh, the petition more so serves as a um, sort of an idea for the uh, Board of Trustees to see how many people feel this way. Um, and so currently we're just over 1,600 signatures at the last time I checked. Uh, so there, 
there's a good amount of people that support my cause and that agree with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, considering that's almost one third of the Winthrop student body. Right. Right. That, that's, I, I think that shows that it can resonate with exactly. a lot of people here. On yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. Okay. So the other question is, has any of the board of trustee members contacted you once the petition began or throughout it being available? Yeah. So I've had multiple people con- uh, contact out to me. Um, and some of those conversations have been with board of trustees members, um, who I'm not going to name. Um, but, uh, I, I have gotten a lot of overwhelming support for what I'm saying and what people think. So, um, has the board of trustee members gave you any kind of insight as to whether there'll be a change because of the petition? Uh, yeah. So not really from actual board of trustees members. Um, but there, there has been a lot of talk from our student body rep, um, and us communicating about what I'm trying to do and making sure that we do it in a positive light for Winthrop uh, University. And so she's definitely talked to me a lot about it. Okay. Okay. So next question, um, what do you think is the best takeaway from the petition? If you receive all the signatures that you need, uh, I think the best takeaway is that, it shows that we as a community are willing and able to step up and step out when we feel like something is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and hopefully at the end of the day, we can sit here and say that our student body, our faculty and our staff um, who makes Winthrop University so special uh, has a voice on this campus right. and is able to be heard. So next thing, um, do you feel that you were misled, left out uh, of the situation? Uh, not not at all, uh, to be honest with you, personally. Um, I feel like the student body was definitely left out mm-hmm. uh, when it came to Dr. Hines' appointment. Um, and that includes our faculty and staff as well, um, considering that our representatives literally had to re- leave the room when they discussed the hiring. Wow. Um, and then they weren't even given the opportunity to speak when they were brought back into the room. So we as a community have definitely been left out in silence by the Board of Trustees. So have you gotten any contact from students on their feelings about the petition? There's been a ton of students to reach out to me. Um, A ton of students have signed the petition. Um, It it really has been overwhelming the amount of people that feel the same way that I do. And I hope the Board of Trustees can recognize that I'm not one individual acting out, that it really is a community effort that feel this way. Um, so how did you get the message out? Because I know that I found out through like some people's social media and stuff like that. So how, like, did you send it to certain people? Were you sending it to a bunch of people at one time? No. So I I was actually just sitting there one night. Um, I'd written out a letter earlier that day and I presented it to CSL. Uh, and I told them, I was like, I'm going to do this regardless. I I hope that y'all can support me in this. Um, and many individuals uh, decided that they would support me. And so that night, I just posted it on Facebook and Instagram, and it kind of just took off from there with people sharing it. Oh, wow. um, and it, it, it has been 100% a social media effort mm-hmm. um, that people just felt compelled to share, and it kept gaining ground and had a snowball effect with it. Gotcha. Okay. Last question. Um, do you feel, how do you feel about the Board of Trustees response to the student body? And does that make you feel like anger or some kind of displeasure? Yeah. So the email that was sent out to the student body uh, definitely 
fueled the flame a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of students were left unsatisfied with what he had to say. Right. Um, and especially the way that he said what he did say. Um, so I, I, I think that fired up a lot more students to realize that the Board of Trustees is unwilling to listen to us as students. Um, considering that it's their job to represent our university and to act in the best interests of our university, mm-hmm. I think that woke, uh, uh, woke up a lot of students to realize the fact that maybe they're not necessarily doing that right now. So um, I, I think the Board of Trustees' response so far has been lackluster, to say the least. Okay, so going forward, what are your plans with this petition? Yeah, so going forward, um, I, I want the Board of Trustees to be open-minded. Um, I want them to do their job to represent Winthrop University and to consult their constituents. Um, at the end of the day, I've told many Winthrop students, let's give Dr. Hunt the best of luck and let's hope that he does great for the university because he's going to be here for two years. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, let's try to make sure that our voices can be heard on this campus. And that way, a situation like this doesn't happen again. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so thank you, Nathan. Yes, we want to thank you for joining us in this interview and helping us with this podcast. Yep, thank you and for so me. appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us about the situation. All. all right. Welcome back. Today we are sitting here with our special guest, Matthew Thrift, who is the news editor for the Johnsonian. He actually did an article about the petition that Nathan Crunkleton wrote um, about against the Board of Trustees. So thank you for joining us, Matthew. We only have a few questions for you. Were you aware that there was a problem with the communication between the Student Council and the Board of Trustees before the petition? Uh, I know a little bit about it. Um, I'd heard that there were some issues. I hear a lot of things, but I didn't really know the extent of what was going on. Um, And I know that there's been tension between like the board and and various, uh, I guess like factions, that's not the right word, but different like groups and organizations on campus. And I I knew that they had had some problems, but I I didn't quite know just how, I guess, bad it was until after I started talking to several people, including Nathan. So did, how did you, hear about the petition and what was your reaction to it? Uh, I think, I'm trying to remember, I think someone in one of the Johnsonian group chats posted something about it. And that was probably how it happened. I don't remember exactly, but um, yeah, so I saw that and then I kind of got interested in it. And so I was talking to our editor in chief about it. She wanted to to get it covered. And so um, she got me the, I think it was her who got me the contact info for Nathan. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to him and then Savannah Scott, who's our science and technology editor. The two of us talked to Nathan and uh, had a really good interview with him. And uh, I mean, he's definitely passionate about it. And so I, I thought it was great what he was doing. I think that um, student, there needs to be more student activism. And I, I thought it was really good to see a student taking such a bold step uh, because I mean, that's, that's a pretty, what he was asking for was pretty serious, you know, the resignation of like the entire board. And so for him to, to kind of get out on a limb like that, uh, I, I really respect what he was doing with that. And then I know you touched on it a little bit, but what do you think like really drove you to like want to cover the story? Um, I think it's important for the students to know 
and for faculty as well. I, I someone told me that several faculty members had signed the petition. I don't know if that's actually true or not, but I, I multiple people had told that had told me that, and so I thought it was. Um, I thought it was an important story, and and like I was saying, with getting the the word out on that and for student activism, and because uh, you know we've been covering the board of trustees for quite a while, and so it kind of worked in with a larger conversation about what was going on, and kind of maybe people making allegations about like a lack of transparency, and so anything like that um, when you're kind of doing journalism is really. It kind of you drawn to it because it's I mean, it's, it's kind of controversial, but not like in a clickbait type of sense. It's mm-hmm. just things like that are, are definitely newsworthy and, and fit a lot of the values that we look at in, in terms of what is worth putting out there. And now when after you did the story, what were your thoughts or after you heard about the petition, what were your thoughts about the petition? Uh, I thought the petition was great. And um I just think that with the student activism, again, like I I can't stress that enough of how important that is. And yeah, so I I thought it was good. And I I thought the article turned out well. I was really happy with with it and got good response on it from people who privately came and said, you know, I really appreciate what you've been doing. And so that that was really cool to hear. Um, And I don't know where the petition's at now. I, I know it was. They were trying, I think, to get to 2,500 signatures, and they were somewhere around 1,600 the last yeah. I saw. So I'm not sure the current status of it, but, um, yeah, I think it's good. I think it was, like I said, it was a bold step, and so I uh, I hope it's still still going. And then have you – do you feel as if you've been very vocal about the position and what, like, your part? Um, I haven't, aside from writing the article. I mean, privately I have, but I haven't. I personally have not signed the petition um, just because covering with, again, with covering the board of trustees and everything, I, I just, I feel like as a, as someone who is not just currently working as a journalist, but as an editor, you kind of have to separate yourself from, yeah. be it uh, politics, be it anything where it seems like you're taking a side on something, which is sort of unrealistic because, I mean, we're, we all have opinions about things and we all take I sides do. on things. But just for the sake of doing this job, I, I to kind of hands off with that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So um, has any of the board of trustees member contact you about the article or have you like tried to contact them to get an interview or something like that? Um, not for the petition itself. Uh, I have reached out to the Board of Trustees before, um, but I've not heard back from them. I, I did talk to someone at Winthrop who said that the um, email that I think it was Kimberly Faust or Caroline Overcash, one of the two, sent out on behalf of Chairman McCall after the article came out. I was told that was sort of a response to the article. Uh, other people said it was a response to the petition, so I don't, I don't know. But that's about the extent of uh, of what I've heard. So, but no, I have not directly heard from from any of them. Okay. Unfortunately, it'd be kind of fun if they did. But. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. So I guess my last question that came off the top of my head. Um, so I know like some local media, like the Herald did mm-hmm. a story about it. So how did you feel about that? Did they do it beforehand when you did your article? Did it kind of inspire your article? Uh, I'm not sure when, I don't know. I'm not sure on the dates of when theirs came out. They may have been working on it beforehand. I, I did not find out about their article until after mine had come out. 
Uh, so, I mean, I think it's good, you know, all the more uh, spotlight that we can get on this type of student activist, I think it's great. So, so we thank you, Matthew, for coming and doing an interview with us and talking about the petition. So um, thank you for joining in on this conversation and, and talking about your ideals. So thank you. That was the creator of the petition, Nathan Crunkleton, and news editor for the Johnsonian, Matthew Thrift, discussing the petition calling for the resignation of the Board of Trustees, which has over 1,600 signatures so far. Thank you for listening, and this is the Palmetto Report, signing off.